Welcome to our podcast, Marriage as Parable. This is Alec and Melissa Escutia, and this podcast is built out of a desire to share our life and thoughts as a newlywed Christian couple. Hello, everyone. Today, we are going to be talking about children. And more specifically, we're going to be talking about maybe uh, some of the pros and cons of parenting children with different personalities. Okay, so this is going to be kind of, uh, I'm not really sure where this is going to go, to be honest. Yeah, um, it's just a discussion. Just, yeah, so it. Melissa and I both have done a little bit of child care. Mm-hmm. You know, we've both done babysitting and, and things like that. And so, uh, and we both have very different personalities. <laughs> so, uh, and even growing up, we were very different children as from what we've at least discussed a little bit. So, I thought it'd be cool to talk about what would be some of the, like, growing up, maybe more even personal, like, growing up, what were some of the benefits of being a kid that was maybe more shy or more outgoing, more athletic, more creative, if those are actually opposed or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just, like, different different personality. How does that impact children? And how as parents, how did, like, what were some good things that our parents did to help us in the ways that we kind of uh, struggled in our personalities? Does that make sense? I think so. Yeah. So do you want to start or do you want me to give kind of like a, what I'm thinking? Why don't you start? Okay. So first off, I would say um, when it comes to having any kids, obviously each kid is different and it's going to have um, a different personality. So you can't take a kind of cookie cutter approach to every child, right? But for for me, um, one of the things that like I've realized um, is in some of the childcare that I've done, I've noticed that occasionally you get children. I wouldn't even say this occasionally. I'd say this is more often. You get children who um, are really quiet and pay attention really well but uh, they don't like to participate in a lot of activities. Hmm. And then you have other kids who like to participate in everything, but they don't really like to listen. (laughs) Uh, So in that regard, what would be um, for the children as like, if I was parenting the child who was quieter uh, and really liked to, was really like attentive, but didn't like to really, um, participate in activities or even with other children or with their siblings. I think one of the things that you'd have to do in that regard is try to constantly encourage a child to actually be involved. And the practical steps of actually doing that, like, depend on the circumstance, obviously. But it's pretty, um, but the benefit is like at least the kid is more willing to kind of like actually process like what you're saying and, and think about like oh maybe you because you know, they're attentive right so they're actually yeah. paying attention to what you're saying as a parent mm-hmm. you know so you could say like hey come on let's let's actually go participate with some of the kids and so like on the other hand though you know I feel like with sometimes with those kids it's not even like it's like really difficult because they don't want to you know they don't want to do the things yeah yeah they're just like tend to be shy yeah 
And they're like content with hanging out with. I've seen some examples like some kids like to just draw, and that's they're fine doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, or even they like hanging out with one of the adults more than one of the than the other mm-hmm. than the other kids. Yeah. And so. In those cases, I think. I tend to. I tend to try to get them, the other kids who are more outgoing, involved with that kid oh, yeah. rather than vice versa. So I might say, hey, I don't know if you noticed this, Melissa, but I've noticed that with kids, they're a lot, sometimes they're a lot more willing to do something with an adult than with other kids. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Especially the quieter ones. Yeah. The quieter ones, definitely. Yeah, it's like they need that type of support yeah or like i think it could also be that the kid is i mean if they're feeling shy Mm -hmm. they might have sort of a you know if they participate in this activity are they gonna look silly or like Mm. maybe do it wrong and be like laughed at Mm -hmm. But if there's an adult doing it with them, then it's like, well, the adult knows what they're doing, and mm-hmm. then they can sort of, like, lean on that, maybe? Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's sort of like, well, if this older person is showing me that it's not silly to do this, then I can do it, too. Yeah. Or, like, the typical, typical experience for the shy kids is they walk in the door and they stand right at the door. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to approach any of the other kids. The other kids don't approach them, obviously, because they're a new kid. And so what happens is typically the adult or like myself or another leader goes up and says, hi, do you want to come do something with us? And you kind of like walk them over mm-hmm. to the other kids. And that's when they, that's how they connect, you know? Mm-hmm. So in that way, you have to like, with ki- children like that, you have to be more aware of the fact that you need to like lead them and guide them Mm -hmm. and almost like participate more with the kid in the action yeah you know so like you've mentioned you as a kid are pretty quiet yeah so is that something that your parents would typically do for you or have you do you remember a time that another teacher has done that for you or not really okay um but i mean being homeschooled when I was younger, mm-hmm. it's not like I had a teacher that was like trying to get me involved with the other students. It's just like my sisters. So. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I was like quieter, but I wasn't shy around my family. Yeah, well, I, I'm sorry. I guess I was thinking because like I grew up going to church, so like every Sunday it was kind of the same thing of like I'd walk into a new room. Mm. Yeah, I don't... Maybe I just don't have a very good memory, but I don't remember really that kind of thing happening to me. And I know I was really shy as a kid, like, in public situations. Mm -hmm. I was really quiet. Um, And, like, I I do vaguely remember going to, like, children's church. Mm -hmm. But... I was just wondering, I mean, I was just wondering if you had any examples, because I was thinking of some specific things that had happened uh, more recently, of just, like, some instances where I had to, like, oh, let's, you know, some kids, we'd done childcare, so I was, like, thinking oh, of some I see. instances yeah. that, that had happened. 
So have you noticed like with uh, like what the opposite end of the the spectrum with like kids who are more like outgoing or energetic? What have have you noticed any like um, like what are the interactions with a how do the interactions look different with adults in those scenarios? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I feel like there's either, there's two typical interactions. Um, either the, like, super loud, like, rambunctious kid Mm -hmm. is, um, like, still listens pretty well, but there's a lot of, like, fighting to have the most attention. Mm. So they still love interacting with the adult and, like, in the you know, doing things with them, but it's more like they're going to kind of climb over the other kid to, like, be the one that's interacting with the adult. Mm -hmm. Like, they're... When the shy kid is going to, like, be in the background always needing to, like, be pulled in, that kid is always, like, Mm -hmm. hovering around the adult, trying to be like, oh, look at this, I did this, or, like, oh, let's do this. and Or, like, maybe they even get pushed away sometimes because they're, like, the adult's like, okay, no, you don't really need me so like I'm trying to focus on this kid and you're like uh right here Mm -hmm. like oh you're interrupting all the time like that kind of thing Mm -hmm. I've also noticed though if the kid is super rambunctious they might not even have much of an interest in the adult Mm -hmm. where like they can connect really well with other kids yeah so then they're like well I have my friend and we're kind of playing and like I don't really want to listen and like do the like homework type thing I want to keep playing with my friend yeah and sometimes not even like they have a friend sometimes they're just like super comfortable by themselves yeah they're just a little more energetic and they're like no this is what I want to do and (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah not to say that the quiet kid is always necessarily like well behaved yeah that's I've had quiet kids that like still will not really do things that you ask them to do yeah one of the reasons they're quiet is because they just like don't listen to anybody yeah yeah they're like hello yeah yeah i had a really interesting uh, experience where there was a couple kids that were like more rambunctious and um they're really sweet kids though and so it wasn't like a rambunctious kid that was like wow they will just not listen or anything like that you know because that's i think the typical idea that I have in my mind of like oh if a kid's got more energy they're not going to be obedient they're going to just be but it was literally just like this kid has a lot of energy and um and one of the things that I noticed about the the child was um they would kind of you know go do their own thing and they wouldn't respond super well when I verbally ask them to do something you know be like hey can you come over here they wouldn't really necessarily listen but if i just like took their hand lightly you know and i said hey like we're gonna go do this now they would come completely come along and like there'd be like no no hassle and so you know there's sometimes kids are like you know and it wasn't you know i wasn't like even pull i didn't even have to like pull him or anything <laughs> like yeah. not that you're not that i would have pulled him obviously uh-huh. but like you know just um it, sometimes you know you could ha- would have kids who like if you tried to kind of usher them anywhere they just like mm-hmm. shut down they're like uh-uh no I'm not gonna do that yeah so it's interesting to see like obviously there is each kid's different and so it's not like there's a 
I would say there's probably more typically a like I would say my approach to a lot of kids is very similar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the kid is always different, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of the times like kids really just respond to attention. Yeah. Like if you are very attentive mm. and like willing to listen to all of their stories and every single thing they want to tell you about right. or show you about, then they're going to love you and like after you kind of established that, if you tell them to do something, they're a lot more willing to listen to you. Yeah. I've noticed um Especially if you find a certain thing that, like, really excites them mm-hmm. and that's what they really want to talk to you about. Um, I've, you know, when you work with kids, like, when you first work with them, mm-hmm. like, first meeting a kid and they're, like, really quiet at first, as you get to know them and you, like, find the thing that, like, makes them really excited, Yeah, they most of them will all naturally get louder and more energetic and more yeah that's that's very yeah i've experienced because they're like oh okay this person is you know this person isn't so scary or yeah i like this person and um so like the quieter kids yeah i've noticed you know they come out of their shell and they become like less obedient as the time goes on but then like the louder kids in the beginning who are maybe less obedient Mm -hmm. to start with build a relationship with you and then they become more obedient towards Mm. the end slightly i mean yeah not always but yeah what are some of the principles that when you are are interacting with a new kid what are some of the things that you typically do i try to just find something that they're very interested in so i ask them a lot of questions Mm. um typically typically you don't really have to try too hard a kid will just love to tell you about anything like, or they'll be wearing whatever they love yeah that's true like a lot of little boys it's like they're wearing spider-man it's like do you like spider-man i love spider-man <laughs> like, oh, yeah really? okay yeah. yeah yeah and they'll just as like you ask them one question then they they'll open up and they'll change the subject to what they actually want to talk yeah, about yeah that makes sense yeah yeah but what about i know that you've had more experience when it comes to like infants uh-huh. So obviously you can't talk to them. Mm-hmm. So how do you interact? Like, how do you break the ice with like, I mean, I think it's obviously harder, right? Because they just want their mom. Yeah. It, more attachment. Um, it's different, but it, I mean, now that you're kind of asking me about it and I'm thinking about it, it is kind of the same mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, if a kid will typically, not typically, but a very little kid when they're like put into the nursery they'll start crying because their parent leaves and they're they're just thinking about the fact that their parent just walked away and they're like really scared and crying and they just want them um so what works the best is you find you walk over to the toys and you find the toy that they really like Hmm. So there'll be toys that you, like, show them, and they're like, no, I want nothing to do with that. And then there'll be a certain toy that you pick up, and they're like, oh, oh, wait, what's that? Okay, (laughs) I'll look at that for a little bit. And then you can kind of distract them enough to where they, like, forget that they were just sad about their parents leaving. Yeah. So I that has been, like, a really interesting thing, though, for me. Like, I recently was... um, 
helping out in a nursery and um there's this little boy that would cry like hysterically because his parents were gone and he just was so upset about it and so sad Mm. um and i think when they're that small i kind of forget how much they actually understand when you're like talking to them because they can't really talk but like they can still pick up on things yeah um so i was holding him and like trying to walk around by the toys and like just show him things um but then i started asking him like and pointing at different toys like do you want to play with this toy Mm -hmm. and he would say no I don't want to play with that toy because <laughs> wow. he's super upset. But then I would not stop asking him questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, do you want to play with this one? Do you want to play with this one? And he kept saying no, 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 no until like he, I would ask him something and he would just like kind of pause. Oh, he's like, oh man. And then like he would be like, no. And then I would like pick it up and I'd be like, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would kind of be more interested. And then so yeah. The kids are, even though they're really little, they still have different personalities, so yeah. they're still interested in different things. Yeah, I was. It was really interesting because when I was working at, um, just in the in regards to like connecting with the kid, because I think that's what's really important is like kind of the, one of the main jobs of like an adult and the with any child is like if you're really trying to to serve the child to be like if you're boom babysitting or anything is to try to connect with the kid to some on some level. Yeah, definitely. And so I think, like you were saying, like you can do that just like with a toy, you know, or, um, yeah, or asking them what they want to do. Um, there was one time when I was serving and um, I was working at a after-school program for kids, and I was in the high school department, so I wasn't interacting with, like, a ton of younger children, but I would be on the buses every evening, taking the kids home and I remember there was one day that I don't even it was like the second day or like the first week I was there or whatever there's like a second grader who's like sitting all by himself and he's like looking out the windows he's obviously upset and like so I sat down next to him and it's like hey what's your name and um he kind of looked at me kind of side-eyed me like who are you you know and he told me his name and it's like oh that's cool that's a really nice name and then like I just started asking questions and like it was kind of cool to see like his his body language went from staring out the window you know his whole body was turned towards the window to like kind of open up and then by the time like I dropped him off like he had completely turned around and was like facing me to mm. talk to me mm-hmm. and it was really cute though because this kid like again a second grader I like didn't think much of it I was just like oh yeah it's a really nice kid just talking to him or whatever and uh the rest of the time he would like he would like follow me around <laughs> anytime he saw me he's like hi Mr. Alec hi Mr. Alec one time it was really sad he actually was like um there was like a field trip but he uh-huh. had gotten in trouble so he couldn't go Oh. so instead he was actually told like as a punishment because he was like being so bad that day that he was supposed to like go sweep out the entire gym Oh, wow. And so, like, I was there because I was, like, with some of the high schoolers and we were doing some other stuff. And so, like, I was, like, there in the gym. And he's, like, hey, Mr. Alec, come on. And he's, like, come help me out sweeping. And he was, like, super happy to, like, be there sweeping and, like, helping, like, 
with me helping it. <laughs> like, and my boss is like kind of laughing about it. And she's like, no, you're not supposed to be enjoying this. You're in trouble, you know? So yeah. it's it just, it's like kind of funny, like you were saying, like when you, there's a lot of kids who like, they really, really just want attention. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like another girl too, who like was getting kind of picked on by one of the other boys, you mm. know, and he was making fun of her hair or something. And I was like, why are you listening? Like, don't listen to him. You know, you're a beautiful young girl. You don't need to pay attention to what he's saying. And again, I didn't think about, you know, like <laughs> all the other teachers tell the other students that all the time, you know, oh, you're, you know, beautiful young lady, you know, handsome young boy. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I was like, this is a very common thing that they hear, mm-hmm. you know, but then like the next day or whatever, she saw me and like, she gave me a hug and I was like, like <laughs> by her own by her own you know uh, like desire and I was like whoa yeah. that's unexpected mm-hmm. so it's really cool to see how like kids they really just want like you were saying they just really want that attention mm-hmm. you know yeah what um what, have you noticed any other I think like it definitely changes with like older kids I feel like I mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like there's a certain age where like second grade they're it's like a really uh in a sense like an easy age Mm -hmm. because they're not like old enough to think that you're kind of lame (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah and they get a little older and they kind of think you're lame you know i think that's when it gets a little more difficult because then you have to like kind of like be a little i don't know like i feel like at least in the childcare that i've done Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier to make, like, a younger kid think that I'm, like, funny or goofy or whatever because it just acts yeah. stupid. But then, like... Yeah, I think it's definitely, like, easier with younger kids. But from the very, very little experience I have with kind of an older kid, like, middle school-ish mm-hmm. age... Mm-hmm. um it's still like showing that interest in what they're interested in Hmm. so if they really like if they're super into drawing asking them questions about it and being like really excited for them Hmm. and not necessarily being like wow you're so amazing at this because like they're kind of smart enough to be like "Mm, i'm not that good you know then they'll start picking up on that kind of thing like you can still praise them but like Hmm. just being interested in what their life is so so wait hold up because i have a question so like yeah. with some of the little kids that i was doing child care for like a church um thing the other day uh you were there there obviously yep. <laughs> but i was really i was kind of surprised because um a couple of the, the young boys wanted to do puzzles and i'm it kind of surprised me because like i never really liked puzzles growing up i was like uh-huh. puzzles are kind of lame but they liked puzzles <laughs> yeah and there's cars on them and stuff like that so they're like cool cars but you know i would always at the end i would like um i would like they would finish the puzzle and i'd be like wow you're so good at you're so good at puzzles great job you know mm-hmm. and like the puzzles weren't at their age the puzzles weren't like necessarily easy for them like they were mm-hmm. good at them but like there's a there's a couple times i had to help them out like oh that's a corner piece that doesn't go in the middle yeah <laughs> you know? yeah so like do you think that would have been i was 
being this like that wouldn't have helped them in that regard of saying like praising them to the degree that they would have known no i think that still is okay you're God, still working <laughs> i'm talking about like middle school like a 13 year old that's middle school yeah 13 oh shoot i don't know my grades oh okay yeah like a actual like they're kind of a young adult you know yeah if they're not very good at something and you're like wow you're so amazing at that they're gonna really rise at you yeah. you know like they're they're gonna give you sass and yeah, stuff yeah. like you have to it's more about like and i'm not an expert in this like i'm much better with younger kids but uh-huh. i'm talking about like the literal like two kids or like three kids that I've worked with that have been like middle schoolers uh-huh. is like respecting them which is kind of hard sometimes because yeah. they can be like uh, little turds well yeah they can you know be kind of sassy or yeah. like not listen to you or you know a lot more difficult to work with yeah, they're but, testing the waters yeah but um see much they can get away with you ha- even though like sometimes you really want to treat them like a little like a little child because mm-hmm. you're like oh I'm older and you're like a little kid yeah treating them like they're older than they are mm-hmm. has helped a lot and then they can I've noticed like they respond a lot more to that because they're like oh okay like they respect me for like being an adult when mm. like they're not an adult but like if you treat them like an adult then like they from what i've noticed tend to be like okay yeah i'll yeah i'll step up this time i mean thinking about myself when i interact with different age groups it sounds weird but i use a def i'd use a different tone yeah you know so like little kids would be like oh wow great job and like with like i would say that like 9 to 13 age i'm more like oh dude nice good job man you know (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah um It's kind of interesting. I don't know if I've, I don't know if I do that intentionally. I think I kind of do, obviously, because if you're like, oh, great job, they're gonna be like, what the heck? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I always found actually high school was the most difficult Mm -hmm. in that regard because they, at least with the high schoolers I worked with, it was it was more difficult because you had to you had to get them you had to show them reasons to like you mm. and it wasn't just like oh you're a teacher and like you know you're doing fun things with them it's like that doesn't really matter sometimes mm-hmm. yeah at least with the youth I was working with so yeah I have not worked with high school so yeah. I can only imagine that would be really hard <laughs> <laughs> but yeah anyway um I think that kind of wraps it up. Is there anything else? I, I think, kind of summarize, I think it'd be helpful to think about, like, through our conversation, just summarize kind of some of the things that, that you had said you do to connect with some of the younger kids. Do you mind just saying some of those things again? Yeah, I think um, the main thing that I said was um, just giving them attention Mm. um but like genuine attention genuine attention like really listening to what they're saying Mm. even if it's just like a silly like this is what i had for breakfast today and Mm. this is what my little brother had for breakfast today because sometimes it can be like that with little little kids where you kind of want to brush them off and stuff but 
you know, like really giving them attention, showing that you care about them. Um, yeah, and uh, getting to know them as a unique person, hmm. even though they're a kid, um, understanding what they're interested in, and uh, just respecting them for it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, to be honest, I'm actually kind of taking this all in because I think you are much better in child children ministry than I Aww. am and like I like I think anyone who knows like Melissa and I they kind of they would kind of know like kids kids tend like gravitate more towards you for some reason I feel like you don't feel that I don't know I kind of feel that I feel really? like yeah I feel like you just connect with kids very easily oh thanks so so I appreciate it. I I mean I picked up a couple things for myself of like, oh yeah, that is a good, a good <laughs> So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks, Melissa. Yeah, anytime. So but yeah, um we just wanted to kind of talk about the children's ministry experience that we've had and some of the things that we've actually picked up, um, some of the things we've noticed. So hopefully you found some of this helpful. At the very least, I think one of the reasons why we wanted to talk about this is as a newlywed couple, um, having kids is obviously a discussion that we have had. And if you're married, you're going to have to have. You should definitely have <laughs> before <laughs> that moment comes. But it's helpful to know, just kind of think about these different things when it comes to like different children and your own kids and how to even connect with them and then other people's kids as well so yeah hopefully this was helpful if not let us know you know if it was helpful let us know um and again new episodes every tuesday thank you so much for listening